Welcome to another episode of True Story Tent, where we share true personal stories from the Middle East. I'm your host, Abdullah Al Ma'wali. When it comes to romantic relationships, it's not often that we hear stories shared publicly from this region, and especially not from women. So when Sabrina decided to share her story in one of our gatherings in Muscat, I was all ears. It happened in uh, 2008, that's like 10 years ago. Um, I was 17 in grade 11, I think it was the final couple of months of the year, and I'm not your typical... uh, I wouldn't be what you call the popular kid, basically. I was the weirdo, you know, different. Um, And I think at that point, (laughs) I decided that, you know what, whatever, I don't care, I can be weird, take it or leave it, it's fine. Um, So I get invited to this birthday party, and uh, that's when I first met him. And uh, it's one of those situations where you make eye contact with a person and your stomach kind of feels all weird and your heart kind of squeezes a little and you can't breathe. And of course, I didn't go and talk to him because, you know, I ab- But like, um, <laughs> uh, that was it. I, I didn't see him again after that. And a couple of weeks later, I get a text message uh, from him and he tells me that, you know, it's him basically, and he's seen me, and and I don't know. We start talking, and it turned into a, a very beautiful friendship. And not soon after, it became more. And uh, he was funny, and he <laughs> he was also a bit weird. So um, I remember he told me that he loved me because I was different, and that was kind of like the hammer on the nail. Like he hit my insecurity right there, and. And I fell in love with this guy. And um, it was beautiful and it, it was great until it wasn't. And at the beginning, the differences were really subtle. Uh, you don't really notice. I, d- I didn't really notice. He told me things like, I really want to introduce you to my family, so, um, but I don't think they'll accept you if you don't wear a scarf. You don't have to wear it all the time. Just when you meet them and then you can take it off and it's fine. And I thought, okay, that's not so bad. So I did, and then I met them. And then he told me, you look really beautiful in a scarf. Why don't you wear it all the time? And I thought, okay, why not? And then he's like, you should probably wear abaya as well. You're getting older, you know, you should cover your body. (laughs) And I thought, okay. At this point, I was starting to go to uni, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Actually, I wanted to do art, but you know, you can't do art. Um, So so I decided, okay, whatever, I'll just go wherever he's going, and I went to Dubai, and I studied business, and um, it was, like, I hated it. But I was lucky because uh, where I studied, uh, they had a course for interior design, so I thought, okay, art design, maybe, yeah, why not, let me do that. So I did, and I realized that I could be doing it so much better somewhere else. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go to Australia, and I'm going to study there. And so I told him, and he freaked out. 
And he was like, how dare you do this to us? And I can't believe you'd throw away two years of our lives. And we were supposed to get married. And my family knows who you are. And I'm like, well, I'm going to study. And I'm coming back. And then that, all that stuff can still happen. And he was like, no, it's not a Muslim country. And this and that. And it was just so many, so many things. And he made me feel guilty for wanting to follow my dreams and I thought fine I'll compromise and so I went to Malaysia it's a Muslim country I have family there and I'll do that and I thought it would get better but it didn't um, basically my life became university supermarket home university supermarket home for like a whole year I wasn't allowed to have any male friends and if we were supposed to have like group meetings, like uh, group projects. Uh, if there were guys in the group, I couldn't be a part of it. And uh, it really affected my grades. And I thought, this is insane. And we used to fight all the time. And then he decided to come to Malaysia. And I thought, OK, this is great. He's going to see I have no life. He has nothing to worry about. And <laughs> it'll be fine. But it didn't get better, actually. There was always something wrong. There was always some kind of problem. And um, I remember one day I woke up and I didn't remember, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I, what I was passionate about. I knew his favorite food, his favorite football team. I knew his entire schedule. I knew everything about his life. But I didn't know anything about my own. And it terrified me. I thought, this is not normal. This is so weird. And it was like just about the time where I was supposed to have my exams, um, my final semester. And I told him, listen, I really need some time for myself. Um, just give me a month to finish my exams and then we can talk about stuff because this is just a weird feeling and I don't understand what's going on. And he was like, I can't give you a month. I don't know who you're going to be with. I don't know what you're going to do or who you're going to see. And I was like, okay, fine, give me three weeks. And he said no. And two weeks and he said no. And one week and he said no. And then I... I tried and I tried and he said, fine, I'll give you one week. And every day of that one week, he called me and he texted me and he asked me, who are you with? What are you doing? What are you wearing? I had to send him pictures of what I was wearing every time I wanted to go out to make sure that I was dressed appropriately. So I told him, you know what, that's it, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. This is, this is ridiculous. He's like, we were supposed to get married. I'm like, get married? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Um, and honestly, I was terrified to make that decision because I'd spent four years of my life with this person. And I, I'd thought about kids and marriage and, and that, that whole shebang. And um, I, I have no regrets for that decision because the end of that relationship was the beginning of the rest of my life. And uh, I'm grateful for everything he taught me. I've, I don't hate him. I mean, he must have been going through his own stuff. I don't know. We're people. But I'm really happy for the way that it turned out, because if I didn't stick up for myself, then I don't know where I would be today. So thank you, guys. Hello. Hey, hey. Uh, the first thing I was just curious about is uh, why did you choose to share this story in particular? Um, I think there's a lot of reasons. And one of them was actually a conversation that I had with you before. Um, 
about how difficult it is for women in this region to tell their stories. And that it's, that it's, I felt like I have the story and I have spoken about it and I have the platform to support other women to be able to tell their stories. So why not? Why not do it? Yeah. And, and at the same time, I used it as a relief, like a, to let go of the whole situation to kind of, uh, not just accept, because I have accepted it, more like just move on from it. Like put it out there in the universe and say, okay, goodbye. Uh, you said you were with the guy for like four years, right? That's a that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. Yeah, and I I can imagine that it wasn't easy to f- call it off at the very end, right? No, not at all. It was one of the most difficult decisions I've had to make. Could you walk me through your thought process at the end there? Um, I think so. I. The thing is, I remember clearly waking up and having this kind of sense of amnesia that I had no idea who I am as a person, what I, what my ambitions are, what my drive is, even my favorite foods. Like, I, I didn't know any of this information. It was very scary because uh, I, I woke up and, like, who am I? What, what am I doing w- with my life? I know all of this information about this other person, like all, every, every single detail, but then what about me? Like, who, who, who am I? When I asked him to understand my situation, to kind of uh, allow me to figure things out, and he couldn't do that for me, it was then and there the click was like, wait a minute, this isn't right. This is, I. I should be able to get some support back for something like this, at least. Yeah. And um, I, I think I just got angry. I got angry and frustrated and tired and all of those things all in, in one space. <laughs> and I exploded. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And it, it was, there. I won't say that after I made that decision and after I actually spoke to him and ended it, that I was like, okay, yeah, this is the right thing to do. No, I, I freaked out. Like, I, I couldn't, um, um, I just needed, I, I needed to um, kind of reassure myself consistently that, yeah, you made the right choice. Um, this is the best thing you could have done for yourself to move forward. And uh, it got easier after that. Yeah. During the four years, I mean, in your story, there were a lot of uh, like red flags. But what what yeah. what kept you going? Um, I I loved him. We loved each other, um, like a lot. And uh, I don't know. It just I felt like those were certain things that we needed to work through. You know, like how when you're in a marriage, if you have a fight, it's not like, okay, I'm going to get a divorce, even though we weren't married. But that's the way I see it. And when something happens or when you're having, when you're struggling with something, you, you grow together better when you can work things out. But the truth of the matter is we never really worked anything out. We just kind of stopped fighting about it and then moved on. I'm not 
going to say that my this relationship was completely terrible because it wasn't. I had great times with this guy. It was beautiful. And I think that's that's overshadowed the negative stuff for me. Mm. And that's I think that's why I was able to stay in it for as long as I did. Um, but I realized at the end it wasn't really feeding anything for me. It wasn't um, making it wasn't making me happy. And I wasn't growing. I wasn't learning. Uh, I, I just felt stuck, and um, I, I just didn't want to feel stuck anymore. You said at the very end of your talk that you're grateful for everything he taught you. Um, what, what, yeah. what, what exactly are you grateful for? Um, for learning to stand up to for myself. Um, uh, I'm grateful because I I realized how important it is for me to be my own person and uh, for me to push myself beyond my boundaries and beyond my limits. And I don't think I would have realized that if I hadn't been put in a situation where I actually had to fight for me as a person, for, for what I want to do, what I want to achieve. So I'm extremely grateful for everything that's happened in that sense. If you have a story that you would like to share, or if you just want to attend one of our future gatherings, do get in touch with us on Instagram at True Story Tent. This episode was produced by me, Abdullah Al-Ma'wali. You can find me on Instagram at WanderingBrownGuy. We have more stories coming your way, so I'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.